friends, welcome to Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast created to capture, explore, and navigate the journey of coming home to yourself, transitional motherhood, and connecting with our teenage daughters along their paths. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teenage daughters, intuitive Reiki healer, transitional motherhood coach, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as we are on a sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth to guide your questions, worries, and celebrations with a friendly voice and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the Intuitive Mother podcast. I am so happy to have you here with me this week for this episode. It is super special as this is the one year anniversary of this podcast. Of course, we started out as Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast, and we made a transition in June, but all in all, This is our one-year anniversary of me coming at you with real and raw conversation about motherhood, womanhood, and everything in between at times, and I have thoroughly enjoyed it and look forward to another year and another one past that and just to keep on going and having fun. I do have exciting news that starting in February, I will finally have more and more guests coming on to the pod and sharing their story of awakening and motherhood and leaning on their intuition with you. And um, that's going to be exciting. It's the recordings are starting within the week. And I cannot wait to bring these extra special guests to you on the pod so that you can listen and learn from others and how they have journeyed through motherhood, not just me. (laughs) All right, so let's dig into today's conversation. Um, Again, I'm finding that it is a very special one for me. And I think that's because I came to the revelation that it is where my personal journey to show up differently in motherhood all began many, many years ago. And it is focused on presence and slowing down. And I say that this is an avenue that I started to journey into with motherhood many, many years ago. And that is when I first read Hands-Free Mama by Rachel Stafford. She had been a blogger and I had followed her blogs for many years and then transitioned to buying her book. I now have all of her books. I've given her books out as gifts to friends. And it was through her blogs that I first recognized how I wasn't being 100% present as a mom in my everyday. And I'm sure many of you feel the same way, or you've been there and you've noticed it. 
and um, many of you may not have noticed it yet. And this podcast might be the light bulb moment that you realize as much as you are physically present in the room with your kids, that maybe you're not as present as you want to be emotionally um, just in relationship and connection with them and with yourself. So this is where my journey to awakening began. It all started with getting really present. I will admit it was not an easy ride. It was a bumpy roller coaster. I have jumped on and off the coaster. And sometimes I still find myself shifting on a hard day or an overwhelming day from the presence that I want to embody as a mother to being a little more off in, you know, my own world or worried about everything else or tending to myself and not fully showing up as I, um, really try my best to do. So what I wanted to share with you is how being present and showing up by slowing down as a mom also is what I believe the gateway to learning about maybe where your wounds lie and also the gateway to healing. Those wounds, healing relationships, those relationships can be with your teenage daughters. They can be with your husband, with your family, with your friends, with yourself. And so that is what happened. The journey that I thought was just about being present as a mom, getting off our phones, because, you know, 50 years ago, our moms didn't have that. Um, 20, gosh, 20 years ago, moms didn't have that. In the early years of my own time as a mother, I didn't have a phone always nearby and attached. And you know, I think my girls and I were just talking the other day about when I was reading Twilight, and I had this remembrance that when I read Twilight was probably like it was before having a phone near me all the time. And it led to some of the same behavior where like I would get so sucked in <laughs> that in a sense, I wasn't fully present, like playing Barbies or, you know, little people on the floor. The girls were fairly young. I would say I read Twilight maybe 12 to 13 years ago. I wasn't on the initial bandwagon, but um, yeah, that we were talking about that and it made me think about where I was and how I was showing up in motherhood back then and what I was using Twilight for, you know, a little getaway from the everyday um, Groundhog Day of early motherhood in a sense where, you know, I wasn't working out of the home often. And that was my choice, a choice that I will never, ever um, regret. But it meant, 
you know, you basically were doing the same thing every day unless I had a play day or family coming over. And so I think I leaned into reading as a getaway. And then as everybody got phones, we slowly saw that transition from maybe reading to getting sucked into Facebook on a regular occasion. And when I thought about the way I was showing up and how I was not being 100% present back then because of reading, and then there was that shift by having, you know, my face looking down at my phone or texting or Facebook or Instagram, I could see the commonalities and I could see how I didn't want that for myself as a mother, for my children as their mother. But then I started to really dig into, you know, what I was using it for and how it was helping me through maybe a really difficult time um, back around the same time that I was getting sucked in and maybe not staying fully present in my day-to-day life. I was also battling postpartum anxiety. I had post-traumatic stress disorder from a very um, scary near-death experience when I gave birth to our second daughter, I was starting to recognize things didn't feel or they just didn't feel right in my body. And, you know, I went through a lot of health tests, especially surrounding my heart, And everything would come back fine, but I knew something wasn't right. I knew it didn't feel right. And so I was slipping away, in a sense, instead of slowing down and facing what wasn't feeling right. And so fast forward through the last 10 to 12 years, and gosh, I guess you would say, you know, Five years ago or so, actually a little more because it was right around when I was turning 35 and I am celebrating my 42nd birthday this week, I started to ask myself this question, who am I? What am I here to do? All the time. It was a question that was constantly popping into my mind. It's like I just couldn't get a good feeling on who I was. Sorry, I needed to grab a drink. And it wasn't just because I was a mom and I had lost touch with who I was before I was a mom. It was like I truly didn't feel like I knew who I was. And I found that I was using the phone. If you've listened to earlier episodes, I was even using alcohol at times, to put away the feeling of being unsure about who I was and what I was here to do and just cover up what was really coming up, which was truly motherhood had brought me to my own threshold of awakening. And motherhood was going to solely be my greatest teacher. It I used to joke around and say it was that I was at University of Angie for the past seven years, 
but I now recognize it as the past 17 years. I have been in the greatest school and teaching of my lifetime, which is motherhood. And motherhood is what brought me home to myself. It is where I found where my wounds and where I was hurting, where I faced them because I wanted to be better and show up better for my daughters. And also where I found my passion and my mission and where I reconnected more deeply with my daughters and essentially 100% came home to the truth of who I am. And I was thinking as all of this comes together this morning during my workout, I was taking the class. Um, Natalie was the teacher. And one of her quotes was, you don't have to do much to fully inhabit your body or this life. She then went on to say, doing what you're doing when you're doing it, it is the only way to do it fully. And after that, she said, motherhood, you know, my mind stopped there. She may have said marriage. She may have said friendship. She may have said work. I know she was talking about the workout as well. Like, just do it. Be there in that one movement that's hurting like hell. And don't try to escape it. <coughs> and I thought how profound and how those words connect to being present in motherhood, being present in your own body slowing down to even be present in motherhood. And that when you're there and present, to do it. To just do it, embrace it, embody it, stay with it. And it gets hard because that's where the wounds are noticed. That's where the feelings start to come up. It's where we feel anger and sadness and betrayal and Oh, it, it just everything, everything starts to come up when we're in it, in that moment, and we're being faced with the pain and the feelings, and we choose to stay present versus running away. We choose to continue slowing down and showing up. I can tell you that this has been the most profound lesson, I believe, in my own coming home to myself. And by most profound, I would say it's because it was the gateway. Motherhood was the threshold to my awakening and being present, showing up in that moment and staying there was where I found the wounds. It was where I healed it was where I became an awoken mother. In most recent months, I've seen this come up between my oldest daughter and I. And I know I've shared in previous podcasts about us, you know, shifting through and, you know, lessons that I've learned from her and everything. But um, what I had to sit in was that my own conditioning, the way I showed up as a mother, the way I yelled, 
the way my voice changed. My actions solely were actually bringing and putting forth anxiety into her and that she had grown up around this. And while my actions were such that I thought were really nothing to be um, traumatized by, I had to sit in, be present, and really hear, really just be there, just doing it, doing motherhood in that moment, and really hearing what pain I had caused, what she was feeling, and all of it. And as I did that, I began to notice my wounds. I began to really firm up the healing that needed to occur because I had brought childhood trauma with me into motherhood. And because I had done that, I was mothering from my own childhood trauma and I needed to heal it. And I had done so much work around healing, but I hadn't really put my finger on why I reacted in certain ways with my daughters, why my voice changed, how that scared them. And I hadn't owned it. But by slowing down and being present as a mom, I was able to own who I was and where it came from and how I was going to personally sit with it and heal and how I was going to not just show up as a mother, but show up for myself to be healed, to feel and embody that love and self-compassion and forgiveness and that I am only human and that, you know, I've made my mistakes, but we are all doing the best we can. But what I believe is that we are always faced with the opportunity to dig in and maybe whether it's do better in a sense, my pup is shaken. And by doing that, by doing motherhood, by showing up in motherhood, that is actually where the gates open up to being ourselves, knowing ourselves, owning ourselves, healing ourselves, and awakening to ourselves. So much of this just feels like what moms need to hear. They need to remember that it's okay if we've made mistakes. It's okay that we've shown up with our trauma baggage. And it's okay if your suitcase is tiny and you're just going for an overnight or if you're going for a seven-week or two-week vacation. That baggage is sometimes a lot and sometimes heavy. And it's okay that we've shown up with it, but the more present and the more we slow down and the more we show up and stay in that moment of motherhood, we are able to awaken to ourselves and to come home to the truth of who we are and then be the mother of our dreams.
I use those words, the mother of our dreams, because don't we all sit around as little girls thinking, oh, I just can't wait to like be a mom when I grow up and be the mom of my dreams. Like, I mean, that was something that went through my head. And then when I recognized I wasn't showing up in that way, it, it was difficult. But the more I slowed down, the more I became present as I had read of Rachel Stafford doing in her blogs and to really lean into what I was feeling. The more I did that, the more I was in it. And the more I became in it, the more I awakened to my truth and became an awoken mother. My invitation to you is to look at your day and take note of the places that you maybe are not showing up and stepping into it and just being there present. The places you're not willing to slow down. Because if we're not willing to slow down, then what are we going so fast for? What are we running from? We can run and run and run, and it will come back to bite us. I tell my one daughter that all the time because she has not had the happiest of school careers, and she'll be going to high school next year, and she just wants us to all run away to Nashville. And I tell her all the time, you cannot just run from the pain or the situation or the experiences you actually have to slow down and heal them, heal the wounds that they've caused within. And slowing down is hard, but I'm here for you, friend. I've been there, I've slowed down, and then I've had to slow down and slow down and slow down even more where it's like I'm just creeping. And sometimes I think, wow, okay, I got this. And then another moment, aha, of slowing down even more and just truly doing motherhood in such a slow pace that I'm able to sink in and fully embrace who I am, how I'm showing up and who I want to be. That is my invitation for you. I truly believe if you slow down and you take note of where you're running away from. Or in the moment that you slow down, you take note of why the fire feels like it's burning up inside of you. I feel the shift actually in my, my stomach up to my chest burning. And those are the moments to stay still and stay in it. Those are the moments that will change you. They will change your relationship with your daughters. They will change your marriage, your friendships, the healing you need to have with your family, and, and you, just everything. Everything about life will start to change when you slow down and you just stay in it. I actually think that that's how, like, slowing down in 2020, why a lot of some of my more recent discoveries in motherhood came to a head was because we slowed down so much, we were all home with each other for the whole 
year almost. I just said to my husband the other day, it's almost a year since we've all been here. And I think slowing down to that degree allowed a lot of settling and showing up and noticing what was coming up for me and for my daughters. And then to step into healing. That is my wish for each of you listening. That is my invitation for each of you who want to lean into your own awakening as a truly embodied, awoken, vibrant, joyful mother and healed. Of course, I would love to hear from you. Any reflections on this podcast, any reviews are greatly appreciated. The show notes always have a direct link to my website and also to my program that's launching in February, The Awoken Mother. I cannot wait to walk through with our first group of women for this nine-month transformational program. I have the doors open to interviews and chatting if this is something that you are ready to jump into and you know what step into your awakening over the threshold into your awakening if you are already a mom you are on you are it is the threshold to your awakening let me guide you home to your truth and be there to walk with you in those moments. All the ways to contact me are in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. I will be back next week with one final solo episode and then start bringing in guests and solo episodes trickled in as well. I hope you have a great week and I will see you then.